Hi and welcome to the Voiro podcast. I'm Anand and each week Kavita and I discuss the latest in the world of ad tech, media, streaming and monetization. Kavita, welcome back to India. Thank you. How have all of your world travels been? I really have been traveling the world. Yeah. To Amsterdam, then to Singapore, then to the US. Yeah. It's been fun. It's been fun and I feel super privileged and I'm also I think doing all the travel that was backlogged from uh, the pandemic I love Seattle I understand this was your first time in the Pacific Northwest Oh my god it was brilliant just brilliant I didn't want to leave Yeah it's one of those um, unexpected trips I know everybody talks about the Pacific Northwest and you know I've watched the movie Wild and you know how I love yeah. that movie about how she treks all Reese the way Reese Witherspoon was it Yes Reese yeah. Witherspoon about uh, it's this book by Shelley Specific Crest Trail correct yeah. and i was just so enamored by it but i didn't think it was so accessible and still so beautiful um but i must say la and um, visiting universal studios and disneyland made me really think about how other studios are going to make it without a theme park man those parks were packed they were packed and i went on a wednesday to disneyland um and there was pram traffic there was stroller <laughs> traffic and uh, there were parents and there were kids and it was packed the park was just packed up to its up to the brim rides were really long in 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 waiting time so i mean i don't know what we're talking about in terms of not going back to work but people are definitely going to theme parks <laughs> for sure yeah for sure it, it sounds like you went to the heart of our industry yes You went to Hollywood. Yep. You saw Warner Brothers Discovery's office, you saw Netflix's office. Um, I did, I did. you went to the land of of content. Yep. You were in California where all the Twitter drama is playing out every second. Oh my goodness. Um you were in Seattle where Amazon and Microsoft and all of these other guys are trying to figure out how they can play a part in Very all true. of this. I must say you Tentland be- baby. Yeah, you've been in some interesting Yeah, but I came places. back to some very somber news with the uh, the layoffs we were talking about it yesterday and you had some thoughts on it yeah so i did um uh my usual round of podcasts this week i listened to the all in podcast i listened to peter kafka I listened to kara swisher uh mark andreessen is back with the a16z podcast and the one common theme i picked up from them and also the light shed podcast with rich greenfield was everyone's asking the same question which is what the hell's going on yeah um we've of course touched upon this through many of our previous episodes and the closest description that i have been able to articulate myself um was everything that we're seeing right now is seismic activity it almost as if there wasn't enough coming from inside the ad tech industry with uh, cookies and identity and the fundamental shifts in streaming as a business model the world went and added macroeconomic factors and uh, layoffs to it to a point where i think you described 2023 as brace for impact yep and um even from a layoff perspective i know we've talked about the talent market as almost like a bubble for the last 2 years in fact we and we've been on the on the hard receiving side of yeah the inflated salaries and the expectations yeah, right yeah as a as a small business there yep. is always the threat that larger companies that are willing to throw a lot more uh money at various problems content tech talent will eat our lunch yep 
And right now, everyone said, no, no, it's going to correct itself. It's, it's, you know, it's a bubble. It's going to burst at some point. I did not know that the way it would burst would be the way the last two weeks have, have panned out. Mass layoffs. Um, very unfortunate to read stories that hit very close to home. People we know, people who've moved countries, um, who now have to pick up and, and move on. And yes, it's part of every tech cycle, but safe to say that every tech company we know and speak of on this podcast is gearing up for a very, very choppy 2023. Yeah. But what's happening to see as well on Twitter, as well as all these groups that we're all part of, like I'm part of the Zoogla group as well. There are like, they are, there are different types of sheets and groups coming up where they are putting up various vacancies in job for jobs in companies people are trying to accommodate people who have been uh, laid off these are these are good pms these are good engineers i see a lot of um, client services client facing advertising facing um, advertiser facing uh, staff as well that have been laid off ajit mohan also left just before the shit hit the fan and now we know why um, but the this is something that I think Zuckerberg had to do, right? Because he's he's betting the farm on the metaverse. So today, what I was listening to, I think in Peter, uh, Peter Kafka's recent um, podcast where he was talking to somebody else who covers big tech. And what they were talking about was that the reason why this had to be done was it's the metaverse is extremely expensive. It's extremely, extremely expensive. And... Facebook and Instagram and WhatsApp are all operated within somebody else's sandbox. It's within phone. It's within Apple's phone or within an Android phone or a Samsung phone, etc. So you really don't have that kind of control over what's happening because the device in itself is somebody else's. So what Mark is trying to do at this point in time is may maybe putting down a huge bet on the next major computing platform. Because it's too late for him to build his own phone. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. And how many phones can you have really? And, you know, speaking to that, when I went to university, look, I'm obviously full of my trip. I've come back so... I want to know all about it. Yeah, and I'm like so full of like great holiday energy. So if anybody wants it, I'm like happy to give some. But the, you know, in Universal Studios, three out of five rides were AR and VR. They were, it, gone are the days where you have like these super open rides. There are some, you know, there's some in Jurassic Park. There is some in, uh, you know, there's the, 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 some of the old rides. What smash up the street. <laughs> yeah. In Bangalore, we had smash up the street. But it's almost like that. And it's obviously at a scale where you have, um, you know, you have an installation which is making it far more believable. But it's all, it's all VR. And I can see that being far more transportable. And you can, you can, and far more... Um, you know, there's there's a lot more there's a lot more chance for people to change these attractions faster rather than really sinking a lot of money building uh, building stuff that's brick and mortar. So there is definitely in entertainment, obviously, for these large scale attractions, the metaverse is definitely going to be there. But when you go and read up about what um, maybe the product manager or the product marketing manager for the metaverse uh, is talking about, they are all talking on stage about how. This metaverse is going to help small businesses uh, create new jobs, which it is. So maybe all of these people who have been laid off are going to now sit in a cafe somewhere in Silicon Valley and start coding up what it means to be a part of the metaverse. And we'll soon have another entrepreneurial wave on it, you think? I hope so. I mean, I'm pretty sure something has to come out of this because this is a very confusing time. This is a very confusing podcast. Like I... Literally, uh, you know, as, I, as we were preparing for it, 
the usual storyboarding exercise that we do um, usually tends to take some shape right before yeah. the podcast. My notes are all over the place. Like I literally don't know where to start. I'll give you a few examples. Right. Um, uh, a few weeks ago, I got introduced to um, this very nice blog called Mobile Dev Demo by Eric Seufert, um, who gave his own take on all the earnings reports. And in his books, he was talking about how every tech company that's had bad results, bad advertising or out- advertiser outlook is blaming macroeconomic factors. They're blaming TikTok. They're blaming uh, post-COVID correction. But he said the reality is that they don't want to accept the fact that maybe it's ADT. Maybe it's I read the tweet. Maybe it's Apple. Yeah, I did. Um, yeah. Because if you, it's a myth, right? Ben Thompson talked about this on Strategy. He said, you know, you can blame TikTok all you want. TikTok's numbers are plateauing. So it's not that they are gaining attention. You can blame macroeconomic factors, but agencies did well. The trade desk did well. Um, um, Newscorp is doing well. Newscorp did not do badly. It, it as, didn't do badly, yes. As you said. It's not, it didn't do badly. Um, ben, uh, Stratakiri's latest uh, uh, post talked about how there are myths, meta-myths, that are used to defend their position right now, but it many of them actually can be busted. It doesn't seem to be the case. So nobody knows what's happening, basically. It's one thing to take away from today's episode. <laughs> it's that there are no takeaways. But brace for impact. Brace for impact. Um, Chamath on the All In podcast gave a beautiful analysis, which Rohan and I talked about last week, where he said, you know, yes, it is going to require Zuckerberg to either accept all of this as, you know, signs that his business is slowing down. Maybe tech is not going to grow at a breakneck uh, pace every year or he has to be the visionary who places the next big bet that most people will not believe and maybe that's what's going on and he compared the size of Mark Zuckerberg's bet to every large bet made in the history of human civilization from the iPhone to the Apollo missions to various large technology plays and the only play that comes close to what Mark is betting was of the Apollo missions which was not meant to be some profitable enterprise. Um, which is going completely against yeah. what currently is the flavor of the day, which is profitability. Yeah. It's all about sound business practices, making sure that you're getting, you're making margins, you're have, you have a sustainable business, you can maintain whatever you're doing yeah. right now. It's, it's yeah. flying in the face of it. And just when we thought that, okay, earnings week had ended and all the chaos is going to stabilize and now we're going to see them make the right moves, A, every tech company announced layoffs. It was almost coordinated in some Everybody did it like two days apart. You think they coordinated it? You think there's a conspiracy theory there? No, no, no. no I'm not going to go there. <laughs> but then we everyone recovered from that. Yeah. And then two days ago, FTX just collapsed. Yeah. Went from like billions of dollars down but to zero. But this was bound to happen, really. It was bound to happen. Everything was like growing into a... I, I just keep going back to that that round table that we had on sustainability. How, how much are you going to sustain the up and up. Yeah. And it, it 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 kind of, it's like a lot of it happened before it had to happen. So there, it, it's all come to a screeching halt or it's all just tired out. Everybody's just tired out. Yeah, I don't know. In the middle of all this, the US has elections going on, which has of course distracted everybody from everything. I don't know. I really don't know. I'm curious to know what your big predictions are for 2023. Do you have any at this I'm just- point? I I I just want to I just want to print brace for impact on a t-shirt wear it that's, that's it. my uniform for the next quarter and then and cautiously enter 2023 I think it's it's a there's a lot of 
and we were talking to some of our investors yesterday as well there's a lot of sentiment in the market that is not very positive and when you when you talk about emotion at the end of the day what happens is that you can't it's not very quantifiable you don't know which way it's going to go whether it's when you're buying or when you're selling or when you're you know when you're doing anything in the business world as well if there's emotion that kind of comes into the way in terms of a sentiment of what's going to happen i don't know with that whether that's going to be whether that's something that we can you know put our finger on and predict about something but next year there is going it's going to be hard it's going to be hard because everybody's going to be a little scared and when you're scared you act funny right you don't really act from a position of strength um in india i feel like we we're going to enter the year next year with a new owner of ipl yeah also we noticed that every other broadcaster seems to have balanced out their content portfolio with some sport in it which is interesting z has sports yeah um sony sony has sports star has sports star has sports and now jio has sports so everybody has a little bit of sports in their uh, portfolio so nobody is nobody is is all in on entertainment or all in on sports except for sports 18 which is which is the viacom new channel so i'm excited to see what happens over there because uh we know that reliance is also going after the the you know they're on the olympic committee and st- and things like that so they have the muscle they have the they have the pockets to get to the sports side it it's it'll be exciting to see what happens all in all uh you know what what goes up must come down and anything if everything goes you know everything goes to shit you know you have to like sit back and say this too shall pass yeah. i guess right so my predictions for next year are that we we won't do that badly but we will be far more cautious i think everybody will be a lot more cautious so there will be a lot of sluggishness in deals especially when in advertising deals as well i don't think there will be a lot of upfront deals especially in india we may have more cautious quarter on quarter kind of deals uh, that are happening we'll see a lot more um, from what we've been talking to people in the market we'll probably see a lot more um lot more avenues for advertising all our e-commerce players are at this as we speak right now they are shoring up their audience audiences figuring out their advertising strategies so that they are not they're not interfering with the user journey but they're actually making it a, a viable place for ad dollars to add rupees uh, sorry to come there and they're trying to make it um viable for brands and advertisers to come and put their money there who may not be endemic to the platform um so it's 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 we we are seeing some turn especially in the ad market but it'll it'll all hinge on what kind of strategies these advertising uh uh you know outfits or these uh, these these uh, units within these companies actually adopt what do you think um i think ad spend will slow down it's bound to happen if we've seen it in every single recession it's the first thing that takes a hit um the crypto and nft market will finally correct itself to a place that makes some sense it went from being worth millions of dollars to being worth zero to suddenly nft is slowly starting to have some value we um, we noticed instagram launched their own nft interface last week where you can create and buy and hold nfts within the instagram app um i think elon musk is going to go and finally settle this business model but he is going to go to war with the us congress at some point they're going to pull him up and figure out what he's doing owning all these companies uh, uh i mean it's he owns now companies but he's also now singularly in control of the conversation platform that now doesn't even have a board of directors 
so i think he's going to go to war with with uh with the us congress yep um at some point the us will figure out what to do with tiktok um has to happen but i think broadly advertiser spend will go down and every company will try and make it to the end of 2023 and then figure out what to do from there i think that's i think that's pretty much what what's, what's going to happen because yeah. everybody's like at this point in time in a waiter watch wait and watch uh, mode um will you pay to be on twitter yes because when i was listening to it it feels like i'm not sure whether if you're like i know a lot of people who are uh passive users of twitter it's almost like a magazine yeah. something where they scroll through a lot of stuff so um i don't know whether those kind of people will pay but people who want to be heard maybe they'll pay no i'm quite passive on twitter but i just use it so much that if you just told me that i have to subscribe to it to keep it alive i'll do it but i thought this is this whole like paying for uh twitter's all all about making sure that your tweet is actually seen by people uh it's always like the promoted tweet position it that way they're trying to basically say look you'll be verified and then they have a lot of problems to solve there's a lot of impersonation going on verification was supposed to stop impersonation and it has made it worse they are going to have to figure it out and Elon Musk wrote yesterday that said you know we're going to do dumb things yeah till we figure this out and I I'm, 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 I laughed at it but I'm sure it's true um but at the end of all this if they solve for these workflows I would pay for Twitter because I believe it's a platform that's immensely useful to me and paying for it keeps it alive paying for it uh, uh maybe gives me a nicer experience within Twitter um and I I don't care they don't don't give me a blue ticker I who am I to have a blue tick but I will pay for Twitter just so I can use it because I use it a lot that's it and they have to correct $8 in the US should mean 100 rupees in India when adjusted if they come here with an $8 price point that it's going to be a problem yeah it'll be a little more expensive than yeah. um one can afford yeah. at scale so you're going to the UK next week you're going to be in London yes i'm in London for a week i am attending um first party capitals event mad tech money and then i'm at the dpp media leaders briefing for a couple of days uh, i also have some interesting meetings set up with a few folks in the ad tech space so i'm excited it's my first time in in the uk nice i hope you have a fun touristy time planned as well yeah. cool okay so look today's podcast was something that we kind of we kind of wondered what we're going to talk about in the face of all yeah. of this abysmal news of layoffs and bad results and people even even in our circle of in our first circle of friends and colleagues etc we have a lot of shuffling a lot of movement a lot of layoffs but it suffices to say that you know and in, in times of in times of crisis it's a point of transformation and we're going to see a lot of change and i i do believe that this is going to like shake up a lot of people from either not following the path that they were on and do something new do something more entrepreneurial uh if the metaverse is here to stay maybe we'll have a lot more businesses that are being set up on the metaverse you'd never know um and uh, you know the people who are who have stayed back are probably a lot more burdened than they 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 thought they would be in the last quarter of this annual year but there's a lot of help out there there are a lot of people who are setting up spaces for um uh, to hire everybody is like literally saying like opening up their doors and saying you know come and apply let's see whether we can get you in but conversely i see 
people who are putting up their posts on Facebook, I mean, on, on LinkedIn, talking about how leaving, they're leaving Meta, but they're interested in another uh, career altogether. They want to get into being VCs or they want to get into, you know, some other kind of a career path altogether, right? Yep. So, like, good luck to us all, I guess. And we will see you next week, hopefully with some more upbeat news and obviously a download from what happened at DPP and in UK. Yep. And at Mad Tech Money. Okay. See you. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode. We look forward to seeing you on our next episode. And please make sure you follow us on your favorite podcast app. And subscribe to our newsletter on Substack. Links to everything we discuss can be found in the episode description in our newsletter. See you next time.